vector graphics. I've never seen one of those. You you've seen a vector graphic before. All no. my all my pictures look are away. vectors. Vector graphics. Hey everybody, this is the Machination Log for August thirteenth, twenty seventeen. With me in this room house, we've got Corey Schmeda. Hi there. And Jacob Paddock. Yes, Kibroski. This is our weekly update. It will be brief because I have Game of Thrones to get to uh, for the second to last <laughs> week, I believe. Thankfully, I uh, already. I'll stop being under this uh, this particular Paul soon enough. Um, that show is all soap opera. They finally actually killed a character this season, uh, which took them much, much longer than it has in any previous iteration. Killed of it. like a pertinent character, like one of the like the one big of the names? ones that's been around for the whole time. Oh, okay. They finally, I mean, they're wrapping it up. I want them all dead. I want it, I want this to be over. This is a second to last season, right? As far as I know, yeah. Okay. Okay. It's a good reason to wrap it to go ahead and wrap it all up. When your viewership thinks that all the characters just need to die. <laughs> yeah, that's when it needs to happen. I learned a mere half hour later, much to my chagrin, that the character I thought I was dead, who really, really looked dead, was not in fact dead. So I feel the need to once again reiterate, fuck that show. Are you in the majority or minority there? Like, are, I don't care. How do, how do people feel about this? I assume people care about these characters. I don't care about these characters. Okay. The only reason I'm watching this show is that I can feel informed when I make fun of people who think the show is good, uh, which is a <laughs> gradually diminishing number. Well, I mean, yeah, the I remember the hubbub about it was always around like the first, second, and third season, and then fourth season, it definitely, the number of people talking about it fell off significantly. I don't, it depends on which circles you're in. I mean, more people watch it now than have ever. This oh. is the highest rated of its seasons. So wow. yeah, it's, no, it's still it's still going strong. The problem is the show is just the producers giving the people what they want now, and they're very very good at that. But that doesn't make for good television. So Doctor Whoing it, um, sure, in a manner of speaking, it's way more <laughs> soap opera than Doctor Who. Um, it's not a very sitcom format. Oh, okay, but do you need to spend your time watching it to be informed enough to make? Yeah. Absolutely, because I don't watch any TV, so I might as well watch garbage while I'm watching TV. <laughs> okay. So you're watching the show cynically. I want a you good don't need to sample. Do that. No, it's no. It. I enjoy watching Game of Thrones because it's violent and it's got bad dialogue and bad fighting scenes. Uh, and the only thing I know about that show was there was like a kid climbing a tower and he got pushed off of that tower. That happened. That was the ex- I think that's literally the first episode. That's Spoilers. all I've ever seen. And that's the only scene I remember. I think there were wolves at some point. Yes. They make a re-debut in the season for like 14 seconds. Oh, okay. So I'm caught up to speed then. Yeah, pretty you much. You know everything you need to know. That's more than enough Game of Thrones talk. Next. Ja- Jacob... What are you doing? Uh, fixing a house that's a total nightmare. <laughs> How's that going? Uh, well, found out the roof leaks. Oh, okay. No. Um, in in which right. place? So it was. It's in a relatively easy to fix place. Um, and when I went up onto the roof, I saw that there was like cracks in the tar. So I was like, okay, it's pretty obvious. And then I looked over in the section that the there's a beam that had rotted and it's been rotted for a long, long time. Uh, is pooling water, so I've bumped up the lifting the roof and changing out structural support beams forward, so that's probably going to happen in the next two weeks. That should be fun. Uh, jacking up the roof of a house to change uh, <laughs> a major structural component on it. 
I've also heard that roofs are pretty inexpensive as far as replacement goes. <gasps> okay, is so that here's true? the thing. The are, are you no, being that is massively right sarcastic. No, my dad's <laughs> house, how big is their house? 3,000 about? What, 3,000 square feet? Yeah. Three, uh, it was $23,000 to redo the roof uh, on that house. Right. Um, Literally all you get out of home insurance around here is roof replacement. They, yeah. they cover almost nothing else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but the thing with my house is because it's old, the angle on the roof is very shallow. Uh, to the listeners, I'm like, I have my hands up at a st- st- steep angle, and then I'm lowering them down to a shallow For angle. For your house, okay. Yeah. Um, so if you stand at the highest point in the lawn, which is over by the mailbox, you can't see the roof at all. <laughs> you just can't see it. So the color of it doesn't matter. So I went and bought, they sell, uh, it's a white rubber membrane that you just roll onto the roof. I'm just going to reseal the whole thing with that because it'll make it like reflect a bunch more light. So it'll be cooler inside the house and it'll be much more durable. So I already sealed all the cracks with that stuff. Um, and that's going to be probably about $600. So you're doing it as a patchwork right now. It's a patchwork. And later down the road, once I'm, uh, once I'm settled, I'm going to redo the whole roof with that. Is there some reason people don't normally do the whole roof in that? Uh, cause it looks like a trailer park. Okay. <laughs> um, because it's a, it's like a white, it's like a white, uh, silicone roof covering. And if you don't get it perfectly flat, it has little bumpies and stuff. It doesn't look really clean, um, but it's durable and it's what commercial buildings use. Uh, so it works and I'm not in a place with the homeowners association. And even if I was, you can't see the roof doesn't matter. at all. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter what color it is. So it's going to be white. That way it's not as friggin' hot in the house. Good idea. <laughs> I finally got my first, uh, HOA do something about something notice. And it was, Snap. it had nothing to do with the stall bars out <laughs> behind that you can see from or the, the intersection or the wood garden, which is a perfectly valid artistic structure. No, it had to do with a hose. That's been in the same position since I didn't buy it, since the last guy who lived here bought it. Um, but I saw from the corner of uh, a Lexus car window, which I know it's a Lexus car window because though I didn't see her go around this time, I know the absolutely miserable woman that goes around looking for these problems. Um, she leaves a, she leads a charmed life, I assume. Um, so I could see that see that coming i know it wasn't someone walking i i can see the edge of a car in it but in any case i'm annoyed about that but there's uh, nothing wait a second elaborate on this what are you talking about you're seeing this car coming around like this car slowly inching by the house yeah, she you see literally the woman. has a clipboard and sunglasses on uh, and a yes. scowl mm-hmm. and yeah. she goes around being mad about things she must have done this recently how long ago was this Oh, it was a couple days ago. Okay, yeah, because mom and dad got a notice about a couple days ago. She's going all cans. over the place. So, because the trash or she, cans, or she has some cohorts. Trash cans were in front of a car where you couldn't really see them unless you were really looking for them, and whoever ratted them out was really looking for them. So, <laughs> oh, she has nothing better to do. That much is clear. She drives really slowly. Somebody's um, got to do it, though. No, they don't. Oh, they well, absolutely besides, do not right. need to do and that. And besides the roof, I uh, broke down and bought a lawnmower because uh, my grass in my lawn was getting about thigh high. Um, the risk of running <laughs> into Pokemon was far too great. So I had to mow that shit. That way I would like, normally you get like those little stickers when you walk through the grass on your socks. They would get on your underwear. 
Mm. So it was problematic walking through the lawn. Once you start getting it on your underwear, you know it's time. I still yeah. can't believe you caved. I no concessions it, to grass. It got okay. I'm not watering it, and okay. I'm probably gonna mow it like once a month. All right. But it got so high, I was worried that buffalo were gonna start coming. What's mm. the problem with that? I they don't move. They just kind of loiter, and when you got to get somewhere, they just hang out. David looks I, like he I doesn't still, see the problem. Yeah, I, I still don't. I'm not. <laughs> Got some buffalo in the backyard. Look, Just it costs out. me 50 bucks a month to make someone else mow my lawn, and it's still too much work. <laughs> I don't want to hear them mow my lawn. It's exhausting. Yeah. Uh, but they, they come also at an unscheduled time so you can't know when oh, yeah, to leave no. the house it's, it's like a bombing run they just like show up <laughs> and there's horrible noises a bombing for, run that you have to pay for there's well you always have to pay for bombing runs one way or another Clearly. generally speaking taxes come out somewhere but uh to end that metaphor as rapidly as possible no it sucks completely <laughs> and i wish all my grass was dead and then the ho and and that the HOA would not complain about all my grass being dead. I mean, that's what, I mean, dad was saying, just get a, uh, like a five gallon bucket of Roundup and a pump sprayer and just go to town on the lawn. <laughs> I, I, I would need to replace it with something. And that's More a lot of wood work garden. too. Wood garden. Expand the wood garden. I'm out, out of two by fours. <laughs> I would have to buy more two by fours. No, well, you have a, you have a high pile for that wood garden right now. You could just make it thinner. I don't want to space out the wood garden. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's nice the way it is i'll yeah. make that the uh i'll make that the picture so that the folks at home know what the hell i'm talking about you already have a picture of it to go i do as well i do <laughs> i took a long exposure i actually got a, it's not framed but i sent out for an 11 by 14 of that picture so what i think Ooh. i'll probably do is take a picture of that picture and put that up as the uh as the thing and that has a rectangle in it, so I'll probably Wait, submit it, it to... Wait, it was a long exposure picture? What? I, long enough. It was like a second. Oh, okay. I was about to say, it's like 10 seconds. It shows like a blurry anole <laughs> making its way across. No, it's just super sharp. Oh, okay. Um, and I'll submit that picture to the uh, Machination Log photograph exhibition, which is still going on for the month That's of August. It's not a rectangle. It's a square. No, there will be a rectangle oh, of a, the uh, picture. It's still a rectangle. Is it... Wait a sec. It's all... Square, all squares, squares are rectangles. Or rectangle. Rectangles are not always squares. What what would be square? What is the contention here? He he your, had a problem with the fact that your picture was a square. No, the rectangle would be that I'm taking a picture of the print. Ah, ah. forgot about that. Well, wait a second. Aren't you only allowed to put one entry into this competition? No, that wasn't one of the two rules. The that, two yeah. rules to reiterate: it must have at least one rectangle. And it has to be a JPEG. Those are the two rules. You he can submit as many as you want. And he also oh, doesn't God. mention how to submit it in those rules. So you could send him a snail mail. No, because it has to be at machinationlog at gmail.com. Or it could snail get mail, snail yeah. mailed to machinationlog at gmail.com. <laughs> Best of luck. <laughs> it's to not going to go anywhere. <laughs> Best of luck to you on that No, one. you set that as the return address also, so they don't have a choice but to mail it Oh, off. but to, to email yep. it via snail mail, right. Corey, of course. what have you been up to? Uh, a couple things. Uh, you talked about my topics for this, which were like trying to find something interesting. I didn't, I didn't mention any of this 
to the folks at home. We're starting after I mentioned that. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, we talked. Hey, Corey, how's your week been? It's been pretty okay. Um, You see, I've been struggling with the thing that I've been working on. And I wanted to come into this podcast today able to talk about like, hey, look at my great success. Look how much progress I've made. No one wants to hear success stories. They want to hear stories that make them feel better, Corey. Okay, well, I've got plenty of great stuff for you guys today then. (laughs) Because it feels instead of making steps forward on, on the projects that I've got, I've been making steps backward. Like I've been realizing, all right, you're not a genius at this new thing right from the beginning. So you're actually going to have to put some time into this and it's going to be hard and you're not going to be able to like instantly be the best at this thing. That makes me feel bad. But Jacob's suggesting that maybe it makes a listener feel great because. Yeah. And then you feel great when you get to prove the listener wrong that you're not bad at it, you mm, can succeed. Maybe if that ever happens. But okay, yeah. If you don't ever hit that point, then it's just a tragedy all around. Of course, of course. But the tragedy can be uh, very comical in the end. At least like maybe five years down the road. <laughs> oh, l- remember that time I failed real hard? Let's laugh about that now in 2023. Is that five years? Anyway, it's is it no, going to be, be funny today? Okay, thank you. Is it going to be funny today? Mm, Maybe when looked at in a certain light, but it doesn't really feel that way. It feels bad instead. What genre of work are we talking about? Well, so I I put together that machination log accountability team a couple weeks ago. Oh, the MLAT. Yes. And it went pretty well. Um, Jacob's shaking his head right now at the name. Uh, We've got... We've got a new name. It's it's not come out yet. We're just calling it the MLAT still for now. But he's still shaking his head. For two months, Corey's been working on the name for this new segment. I have the name. Oh, okay. um, we're still referring to it by the old name because I'm not ready to like unveil it yet. Like The new name's got to be part of the unveil w- when it's ready to happen. Which, but, which, to be clear, should be a physical unveiling. Of course, yeah, yep. there needs to be a veil. I, I saw those, uh, there's like a bridal store on 50 um, that I'm going to rent a veil from. should probably just buy it, though. It's probably, probably cheap enough. Do they rent those? Rent veils? Yeah. I mean, probably as part of like a bridal gown. Well, and if you buy it, it means that you can have the new name underneath and you can light the veil on fire to Ooh. reveal it. Oh, that's probably the best idea. <laughs> All right, we'll workshop this after the fact. <laughs> Corey, you've been working on some kind of solution for version two of this thing. Yeah, that's right. And so, so I, I was putting together another one of those Google Docs things. Um, so the first version of this was just a bunch of spreadsheets. It was really cumbersome to use. And some of the feedback that I got on it was, hey, the spreadsheet's like kind of clunky. And I knew that. And I, I knew like, okay, the first version of this is going to be kind of a piece of garbage. Um, second version, I wanted it to be more streamlined. It was still going to be a spreadsheet kind of thing, but the idea was that the user would have a form instead of having to use a spreadsheet directly. And I would just use a Google spreadsheet as like the back end for it. But as I worked with this, worked with this version of it, I was like, this was just meant to be a prototype of it. Even the second version, which was the Google like forms and sheets thing. But then after working on it for like 10 days, I was like, 
okay, this was supposed to be a prototype and now you're putting a bunch of time into it. And yet this is not what you want the final version of it to be. So I ended up just feeling bad about it and like saying, I got to scrap this and go with the actual solution, which is to put together like, like an actual database and actual like code behind it, make it a real thing instead of just like this kind of prototype, kind of real thing. And that realization and needing to pull the plug on something else that I did just felt pretty bad. So in the midst of all this, you feel like you uh, don't have much to talk about here. And that strikes me as completely reasonable since we're talking about coding. Yeah, well, that's true, too. So it's it's kind of like... Not not only not only are we talking about coding, but I hesitate to go into greater detail because I know that I sound like a buffoon when I start talking about this stuff because I'm so inexperienced at this point. Um, so I'm embarrassed to to really go into the weeds on what I'm talking about because, well, frankly, I don't have a very good idea of of what I should be talking about here. Is this something you run into with other forms? of experimentation and learning because it seems like the kind of thing i mean knowing you as peripherally as i do yeah. uh that it wouldn't bother you to be on record as being bad at these things you seem perfectly humble enough to recognize that you don't understand them but you still have this degree of embarrassment behind mm. talking about them you can't just say, okay, this is an ignorant statement and then give the statement. You don't have, you, it, there's like this layer missing to this that kind of surprises me. And this is, we were talking about this before we started this podcast. Yeah. Um, there is a difference between an interesting thing and an important thing. And for most media, it would be really nice to be able to talk about important things but they're not always interesting. Nope. <laughs> and yet in this case, I feel like there is a tremendous amount of entertainment value in talking about the way that things don't actually go your way. Are you, are you telling me that the way in which you are not managing to get things done is not pratfallish in such a way that it can be regaled upon? Okay, pratfallish and regaled upon what what are you saying <laughs> i'm trying to say is there not a story here or are you hiding that story for some form of not humility is the wrong word humiliation i want to come to you after a week of having worked on this stuff and say like hey look at all the progress that i've made but in fact i've taken a step back i've i've moved from like actually having this product which was Okay, I didn't have a product, but I was getting close to completion with the Google Docs, Google Forms thing. Then I tore it down because it wasn't working out. Um, so now I'm kind of back to the beginning and I'm starting with this tutorial. And that feels like, so, so I'm embarrassed by the fact that I didn't recognize right from the outset that I shouldn't be doing the prototype thing with the Google stuff. Instead, I should have just been doing the tutorial right from the beginning. So I want to be able to tell you that like, hey, I've made all this progress, but it's in fact like I started from the wrong place and I'm embarrassed by that. Well, let's start with that then. Was it worth going into the Google form stuff? Did you learn anything from spending more time in there? I think the answer is yes. So for instance, one of the big things that I was spending a lot of time on was learning how to use the 
uh, Google Charts APIs. So in the first version of this calendar thing, the the report that the user would see was just like a piece of a spreadsheet that was like colored in green if they got it, red if they didn't get it. And that was like, that was an all right solution, but in retrospect, like definitely not the best solution. There's a better one, which I learned about by doing this Google stuff. I learned about the charts API. Like Google has some really nice charts you can put together. Um, so I learned how to use that. So, hey, there's something for you. But you didn't get anything out of what you ultimately want to do with the thing? Is your vision is your vision of what this is supposed to look like strong enough that you didn't need that experimentation? Um, you know, I, I think the experimentation did lead to a, a better vision for the final product of this thing. So in some sense, I guess there's a success there. It, it's never... If you realized that it's not what you want, then you didn't get... Okay, this is going to be a terrible sentence. You just didn't started get nothing just started out again. of it. Um, <laughs> because that's always... When you're trying to create something and you use a template, you try to squeeze everything you can out of the template, and then eventually, after digging through and trying to fight it, you realize there's just enough of this that's not going to work Yeah, that I need to go a different route. But you already went through and saw what works on that one. So you have an idea of where to start when going down the next hole. Ma the problem I run into with stuff like that is I never know when to stop uh -huh. recreating the wheel. Um, at some point you have to realize that, okay, this is actually good enough and be satisfied with it. But, You've, you're literally on rendition number two. May, may, uh, <laughs> I have a big, I have a big uh, problem with that too. So, so maybe the Google solution was good enough, but I, I convinced myself that it wasn't because there's something else that I'm not really that I haven't really talked about yet. Maybe that other thing is the fear that I'm going to be exposed as wrong for having spent any time working on this. What I mean by that is. I'm eventually, when I'm done making this, I'm going to have to expose it to the public. I'm going to have to like go out there and start marketing it and start like actually getting customers and things like that. And I am afraid of that on some level. I'm afraid of whatever it is that I'm making right now failing. And if I, if I just indefinitely postpone that failure or that exposure of myself and instead just sit behind the computer keyboard like hey i'm learning so much isn't this great i'm spending my time well if i just like keep going back to the beginning then i never have to face that uh that that like fear of failure so maybe maybe that's what i'm doing here do you have a history of doing that um I think I think that yet the answer is yes, in the sense that I seeked out originally a career with a well-defined path to success. So now I'm, I'm alluding to to my past career, which was actuary, taking the actuarial exams and things like that. For those of you who aren't familiar with the term, it basically 
insurance companies use actuaries to figure out how much money to insure people for. Right. They do the probabilistic math. It's like no, an accountant with a crystal ball. Yeah, exactly. But but the reason I bring that up in response to this question you just asked is back in that profession, there is a well-defined path to success. You take the tests. If you pass, you're a successful person. You're a worthwhile human being. Otherwise, well, you're not. Here, when I'm trying to like make something, um, there's not a well-defined path to success. And I feel like, I feel if I, if I don't make something that ends up being worthwhile, then I'll be a failure. And I'm, I'm afraid of getting to that point. So if I just delay that indefinitely by just like restarting stuff from scratch, then I'll never have to get to that point. Actually, though, eventually I do have to contend with that. I... Or you could abandon it entirely and uh, move on to the next thing. You could ultra that's just, that's restart. The same thing. That's the that's, same thing, though. That is the crappy solution to this. I mean, you need to expose yourself. Yes, that's, exactly. That's the, the triathlon thing. I'd done maybe 60 of them. Mm -hmm. Every single time we lined up just before starting the race, I would have a panic attack about... What the hell am I doing? <laughs> what have I gotten myself into? Okay. I can't do this. And it wasn't until you were about 50 feet off the beach and someone punched you that you went, okay, I guess this is what I'm doing now. <laughs> and then you, and then you start moving forward on it. It's, you have to just kind of dive in head first and see what the experience is like, because the first time you launch it, no one launches their first thing perfectly that just doesn't happen sure you got you because you need the experience of going through the process when you do have a product that's worthwhile i think that uh, th this is this is a handicap from my upbringing in some sense like i was told as a child that i'm a gifted student and uh, like that that's something that i'm used to like growing up like oh you're gifted so you're like not allowed to ever be bad about uh, bad at anything. You can't be wrong. Like you have to be instantly good at things. And I'm still used to that. I'm still used to like like <laughs> the way that I the way that I move through life is to like try to find the things that I'm already like pretty good at and then just never do anything that I'm that I might be exposed as not so good at. I don't want to be seen as a, as a failure in any sense. I want to do an extended rant on that at some point because I I have a feeling it defines a lot of my friend base. Yeah. That specific... I can think of a couple. Yeah. That's the specific requirement, essentially social requirement, that you be exceptional at all times. It, uh -huh. took, it took me going and doing a summer job out in Tennessee to finally get over that. Yeah, and I know I need to get <laughs> over it. Like, like, for instance, I don't... I would never let myself enjoy a game of volleyball or baseball, for instance, because I'm not good at those sports. Like, I, I didn't play those sports, and, and I was invited to, like, play some intramural games, but I was like, ah, no, I think I'd rather not do that. Even though they were just, like, going to have some fun, I wanted to be the best at it. But because I'm, be, because I'm just not able to do that because I don't have that experience in those sports, I wouldn't let myself go and just enjoy a good time trying that. I'm running into that with the cello right now. I'm going to give myself one more month with the cello um, because I keep not playing it. And the reason I'm not playing it is a couple of fold and they're all totally solvable problems. But one of them is related to what we're talking about here. The first one is that unless I'm alone in the house, 
I don't want to play it because sure. it's a very self-conscious activity. Thankfully, I have a piano that I can plug headphones into, <laughs> uh, which is why I'm able to play the piano. Can't do that with the cello. Although it turns out, you can uh, buy an electric cello. Well, not you, cheap. <laughs> and if you don't like the cello, it's a huge investment for nothing. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, th- well, th- what I'm going to do is I actually have a mute, and I figured out how to use it. You can put a mute on the uh, the little crest thing that the strings go over, and it makes it, makes it quieter. I mm. haven't. I don't know how effective it is, but I'm I'm hopeful it will make a difference. But the other one is that. You you have to actually like spend a long time playing the stupid thing sure. to get it's any one good of those at th- it. Well, it's one of those things that you forget because me and David were both like band nerds, um, and we were pretty good at it when the when the end of high school or the end of middle school came around for jazz band. But what you don't realize is that you were in that classroom five days a week. Yes. For for two or three years before you got to that good jazz band, I'm that's also <laughs> that's also an understatement of how much I played the trombone. I mean, I I spend a very very long time playing an instrument that I don't really like very much. <laughs> but it's practice. It's the yeah. only time I ever made progress in the gym was when I signed up for weightlifting. So I was there every day for an hour. So mm-hmm. I might as well work out. Yeah. And after over the course of eighteen weeks, one hour a day. For five days a week, I I gained thirty pounds of muscle mass. That it's practice. Yeah, the and tra- it's a lot of it. You don't realize in school how much you did something to get good at it. It's one thing I'm starting to appreciate now, looking back on it. Was oh, the reason why I was good at those things was because I did it a lot. Yes, yeah, I I had <laughs> thousands of hours on brass instruments. I between not even count completed discounting high school. Sixth grade was an hour a day. Seventh grade was at least two hours a day, plus concerts all over the place because our middle school was very good about that. And then in eighth grade, I had symphonic band, jazz band, and a uh, period that I was supposed to be a student assistant for that I escaped to a practice room (laughs) and mostly just played my instrument. Like, I played it a lot. Yeah. Like, there's a reason I got very, very good at the trombone. And it's just, again, tragic that it was the trombone because I don't like it at all <laughs> um, in retrospect. The way that they it funnel might, you into it. It might be the worst soloing instrument. <laughs> it's a flashy soloing instrument, but it's not good at what it does. It's so yeah, bad. It, it, it's, it's so bad. Euphonium just sounds better. The euphonium sounds better. Like, it's still, it's not a great soloing instrument, but it's a lot better than the trombone. Yeah. <laughs> And the cello, the cello would actually be great to do that with, but I'm starting from square one on all vectors. I've never played a string instrument before. Um, that's enough. That's that's more than enough for that to be a problem. <laughs> string a string one. instruments are much crunchier. It's like it's like snowboarding. Snowboarding takes a long time to get going, but as soon as you get going, you get good really fast. Whereas with skiing, which would be brass instruments in this. You can get up and going relatively quickly, but getting really good at it is much harder. Mm. Well, hopefully, if I throw more hours into it this next month, I will get over that crest. Uh, David, so. let's you and I should talk about this um, after the podcast. Talk, talk about um, alone time in the house again. Like, for instance, I'm still going to be going to the gym. Um, anyway, we, we can talk. We can yeah. talk after this about yeah, the logistics. Fine. Yeah, Corey and I have a. Um, what what is a seemingly mythical arrangement between roommates where uh, we 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 fell off of this schedule rather naturally, but we want to yeah. basically get back to where there's just alone time in the house. Mm-hmm. 
and we just yeah. say, I'll be gone for these two hours, and you'll be gone for these two hours. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's something I think more roommates should do. I mean, th- there's... Try it with your spouse. See what happens. Yeah, and, and, and... If you could, like, not be here for, like, two hours, that would be awesome. That's... And, and you're bringing it up, like, as a joke right now, because, like, it would be... It seems so weird to say something like that, but there's there's untapped potential to be had there. People don't want other people to be around all the time, even if they really like that other person. Each individual still needs their alone time. And if you don't if you're not willing to have that conversation, then you're missing out on something. Yeah. No, I and I absolutely 100% need it. Yeah. I mean, oh, I, yeah. there's a reason I can't live anywhere besides in a house. I've Every time I go to a city, it's good for about 48 hours, and then I start going stir-crazy. Yeah. It was about how long it took you to come back from, uh, where the heck was that, in Massachusetts? Oh, it was there? when I was in Boston. That was a nightmare. My bo- <laughs> I think my body actually <laughs> developed lactose intolerance while I was in Boston, which fundamentally <laughs> altered incredible. my diet. You were there for like two, you were planning on being there for like two or three weeks to see if you could live up there. Yeah. And then it was like, get a text, hey, can you pick me up from the airport? I'm like, oh, it's been like two days. Yeah, it was 48 hours. <laughs> no. And then it went sideways. When was this? Oh, this was many years ago okay. now. This was a while ago. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so no, I'm a, I'm a suburb kid mm-hmm. through and through. Um. But no, I, that's I, that's just a breach of the social contract in a place where it's nonsensical. I just it shouldn't be that strict. There's this there's this feeling that because you need time away from other people, that those people like have license to be slighted over that, and that's that's that, not the point. It's it's just yeah. I you need time to decompress. And everybody, everybody themselves does too. Like, like you brought up, like do it with your spouse. Well, okay. Maybe if, maybe if Bob brings up with Jill, like, Hey, could you leave for a little while? Like every Saturday, like maybe, maybe me and the guys, or maybe just me like hanging out by myself. Could you just like go? And if instead Jill, instead of getting like offended, Jill could be like, Hey, I could actually use some time on Wednesdays for like knitting or something like that. It'd be really nice to have him out of here for a little while. So Bob, she should Jill get... and knitting are all very greatest generation examples. Yeah, I'm not I'm not buying the relationship. All right. <laughs> I I didn't find the right names or hobbies, so you guys are dismissing it. Doesn't matter what what names I use. Come on, just cut no, go no, with me. No, here. no, that's fine. <laughs> I was just knitting was the The point is to have the conversation <laughs> and to, and instead instead of being offended, you need to say, Oh, you know what? Let's try this. Or the person has a point here. Let's give it a shot. She just said Tyler and Skylar. And <laughs> could you not be in the house? I need to drink this entire box of wine. <laughs> better example, better names. All, All right. right. Not not better names. <laughs> Just more contemporary names. <laughs> There's nothing better about those it's names. Tyler and Skyler. <laughs> Jacob's losing his cool right now. <laughs> well, you know. Maybe they didn't change last names. They just wanted to have rhyming first names when they got married. Uh, well, we're coming up, unfortunately, on our uh, our head. We're coming up on our hard deadline right now. I can't talk. And uh, 
that's fine because we're going to have to wrap this up here soon so that I can bike my way over to a place, an undisclosed location. Mm-hmm. Well, you didn't, I mean, we didn't cover everything. You want to do lightning round? What? No, not really. We right. can cover most of this later. I'm pretty sure uh, clicker games aren't going away <laughs> and neither is that 3D printer. Oh, so, no. uh, Trimps is pretty serious business, which means as soon as I th- hit the wall, I'll probably stop. Oh, that well, that's, that's what I like about Trimps is that I play it, for those who aren't familiar with it, Trimps like me. is a web-based clicker game, which means that it mostly... And, okay, imagine spreadsheets, okay? I was you getting got some numbers on them. All right, you know how like you can have it add up a <laughs> column and then it gets to the end, there's a bigger number because so it adds well. them. Oh, yeah. Now imagine those numbers just kept going up. Oh, it sounds really compelling. Oh my god. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's a very poorly named genre because clicker implies action and the entire premise of this genre is that you do as little as possible. I'm playing Trimps right now, by the way. Yeah, so am I. Oh, nice. I am accruing what wood, food, gems, all sorts of exciting map fragments. Va- map fragments, valuable resources are all coming in as we speak um through the power of Math. Math is your friend in this game. Incredible. Yeah. And basically, the, the, what makes this game nice, aside from the fact that there are no visuals at all, so there's nothing to distract <laughs> you from the straight uh, crack cocaine numerical nirvana it represents, is that at some point while playing Trimps, because there's essentially no... There's like a story going on in a corner you can turn off, thankfully. What? Um, <laughs> it's news to him. <laughs> no, there is. There's like this weird little narrative that goes on in the upper right. Uh, you can turn all that off, and you should. But is the, it um, on by default? Yeah, it's on by default. I've never noticed that. You need a bigger it's, monitor. It's pretty easy to to note to not notice that that stuff's going on. But at some point while you're playing Trimps, you'll just hit a moment where it's like you're building a barn or a forge, or you're like about to go into combat, get coordination, whatever tech, and you'll just go. Oh, I shouldn't be playing this. And you'll close it and you're done. You're just cured. Yeah. No, that's I've been through probably close to 15 or 16 clickers at this point. And there's a wall that you hit with every single one where the next upgrade, because each upgrade is usually exponentially more. So it takes a little longer and then a little longer and then Mm -hmm. a little longer. And that's how they keep off the end game. And you just hit a point where you go, yeah, I'm going to have to check in in two days. I don't want to have to check in with two days. Yeah. So you just delete the app on site. Yeah, you just, you just get rid of everything. Th- there's no hesitation behind no, it. It's, it's like, just, oh, no, I have so much investment in this. No, you, you, don't you, would under, you, would, you don't get a feeling of investment with wow. these games. Okay. It's literally well, no, just you, like... You get it for a little while. Like it, It's there, but then at some point, its lack of grounding in reality will disappear. And the second that happens, you just lose all emotional attachment to the game completely. Okay. Yeah, see me, it's it's instant no i know it's, egg it just for vanishes. me is a game where you uh you per- you have chickens and they lay eggs and you're trying to make the biggest chicken laying farm you can yeah and it just hit a wall and i was i was seeing the la philharmonic perform um a night on bald mountain and i was sitting there waiting for the doors to open and i'm playing the game and i just hit a point where i go well this is going to take a while I close out of the app and close it down. I've been playing it for two months. And that was Get, it. Gaining stuff. And I go, yeah, just deleted the app and I've never thought about it again. It was gone. gone. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> I'm, I'm experimenting right now. I'm playing Fallout Shelter and Shrimps at the same time. Uh, having, to, 
having two at once is a weird one for me. Well, that's I'm I'm doing it deliberately because I'm trying to hard reset my or the organizational side of my brain, which has been in disarray for three months. And I find that looking at this many numbers flying by this fast is very therapeutic. I tend to play my clicker games like once a season. I'll like get one in there to remind myself how awful they all are. Um, but it's good. It's it's good because you get you, the mathematical side of your brain can latch on to exactly as many points as it can stand, mm-hmm. and it just absorbs them. And then at some point, you just break off and you're done. I want to see if Fallout Shelter and Trimps die at the same time. Um, I I'm curious about that because I've never played two clickers at the same time. No, I'm, I'm curious if there's just like a brain synapse that n- no, fires and goes, save me, and then you leave. <laughs> yeah, it definitely wouldn't for me. It's certain certain clickers have better hooks than others. And certain clickers, I, as long as the progression seems like smooth, it's fine to me. As soon as I hit a cliff where it's like, oh, this is significantly harder than the last thing, I stop immediately. Because the progression doesn't feel rewarding anymore. Oh, that's weird. The The cutoff for me always feels kind of arbitrary. Oh. It's just like, oh, this is the next thing. I don't want yeah. to do this. Matrix moment and it's over. Yeah, I, um, <laughs> uh, the only one I've ever gotten all the way to the end is Adventure Capitalist. I straight up beat it. To the end? Yeah, I beat the clicker. Okay. it's I, That's one of a few that's even possible to beat most of them actually sort of go on well, forever you that's see my all the content similar games i've never played a clicker game but my my point of reference here is mmorpgs it's a that with it's that without graphics okay. it's, or doing it because in mmos <laughs> okay. in mmos when you get to the end game it's just grinding for better loot yeah. is all it is yeah this is grinding for you yeah it cuts so the you bullshit get, yeah, out all you do is get the better loot the numbers only go up. I guess that's where the the lack of investment comes in here because when I played MMOs, I felt super invested. Yep. Um, I I couldn't bring myself to stop, and there was never that moment where it's like, okay, I need it's, to I need to it's do this. Actually, why I like these because you can just walk away from them. Mm, you okay. don't ever get that feeling where you go. Ugh. I have to get on and I have to grind like, because and I also need like to I'm make sure I have these down. items for the raid this Wednesday or mm-hmm. I've already put so much time into this character I need to keep playing him. You don't get that exactly. at all with clickers. You get all of the dumb dopamine rush of numbers going up <laughs> like an idiot. Yeah. And then you just go, okay, well, I have better things I can be doing. So you turn it off. Sure. Also, the time investment is exactly whatever you want to put into it. Yep. You can stare at it all day. Or you can just shut it down, and it just runs in the background. Except Fallout Shelter, which makes you go in and click on things, but that's because it's monetized, which is why it sucks. I don't think I've ever uh, run into one that I've played where the monetary has deterred me in any way. Really? I haven't. I played, what's, your, what's your problem with Fallout Shelter? I couldn't. I would get like twenty minutes into it, and then I would hate it, and I'd turn it off. <laughs> I don't know what it is about that clicker. I hated it. That's fair. I couldn't put my finger on it. Tap now, tap tap fish. Now that's a clicker. <laughs> These names. Do you have a ranking in your head? I'd have to draw it out. Um, I would have to say Adventure Capitalist is up there because I actually beat it. Um, Jacob tap tap fish is that he's good at. Well, no, it was good enough to where I beat it. The progression never sell- mm, okay. seemed unfair. I see. It felt smooth. Um, Which is an art in these games. That's a Especially because the, num- the numbers get so fast, it's hard because the the creators of the game don't have time to p- physically play the game. 
You just have to trust the math. Yep. So, yeah, tap tap fish is good because it's a zen. Here's building your aquarium. All right, we'll get to the 3D printer. But I'm hoping we'll have more to talk about with the 3D printer next week anyway. Um, and the Eclipse trip will happen the week afterwards. I had to buy some new glasses because mom was complaining mine aren't on the on the American aer- aeronautical or astro- astro- some society. Does it say NASA approved? If not, they're bullshit. Some shadow government organization did not <laughs> sign off on my glasses, so I had to spend 75 goddamn dollars getting newer ones a week out. How expensive could solar filters be? Um, as far as I can tell, a dollar a piece, because that's how much I paid for my perfectly good ones yeah. with American flag insignia on them. God bless America. Do they have, like, the, the NASA helmet with the big head on it? They don't. <laughs> no, they're all just these stupid paper sunglasses, and they cost a billion dollars now because th- the eclipse is about to happen. Yeah. All I'm saying is, um, sell, I had better sell. hear reports of thousands of people being permanently damaged in their eyes from wearing faulty glasses How could you for having say that? pretty easily. I'm quite mad about having <laughs> to spend more money on glasses. I looked at the sun through these glasses. It looked fine. All right. Uh, it was, it was just okay. Just squint real hard. Exactly. Or, yeah, put, or if, if they don't up, work. Just double them up. Uh, if it's not on a list though. Not good enough. Look, I'm not worried about the list. This is my... Anyway. Also, it's four <laughs> hours long, so you have to make sure you can do the long haul of staring at the sun for four hours. I don't <laughs> I don't want to look... The whole reason I'm going up there is because at some point, the moon is going to completely cover the sun. I don't care about the rest of the time. Like No, but you need to make sure you're ready for it. And you want to, you want to wind down because it's going to be so intense. Your ears are going to go quiet, like you just got hit with cold water. And you're going to need some downtime, so you're going to need to stare at that sun for two and a half more hours to bring yourself down. Find a comfortable spot on the ground, lay, yeah. lay just lay Usually down. Usually with your mouth open uh-huh. while you're looking at it. Also, what if it's cloudy? What? That, exactly. Don't talk no, about that. Precisely. How, how dare you? I just thought about it. How dare you? <laughs> oh, and that's, that's very likely. It's very likely to be raining. Um, but that's the other thing. I what we'll get into that later. Uh, the only other thing I want to mention while we're here, <laughs> we'll we'll discuss that at a later time, sir. Um, the only other thing is, uh, Vinny and I have been trying to get together to do a podcast on uh, some kind of current affairs, since a lot of them are happening all at the same time. Basically, the uh, entire axis of evil is uh, perpetrating in one form or another, and axis of evil here is very vaguely. Um, defined as North Korea, Iran, Venezuela, and every other country we don't like. And white supremacists. And white and supremacists. Too, yes. Yeah. The original axis of evil. <laughs> yep. So we're going to get together and talk about that a little bit because uh, there's a lot of entertaining things going on around that, particularly when it comes to the media. But um, that's for another time. Um, I got to go get to some Game of Thrones. Where so, should the listeners send their rectangular pictures? Uh, they should send them to machinationlog at gmail.com. Can I send a bitmap? You can, and it will not be part of the contest <laughs> slash exhibition because it will ob- disobey one of our two rules. Where can they read more? Uh, they can read more at machinationlog.com. Okay, the website great. for machinationlog at gmail.com. <laughs> We also have a YouTube. It's got videos on it. Does Th- it? Does it have it anything does. else? Nope. 
just, it just videos has videos then. on it. <laughs> Our website's got quotes. It's got a lot of good quotes on there. It sounds like the it sounds like people should check it out. They should. They should check it out. Corey. What was it again? Machinationlog.com? Uh, actualgarbage.net. <laughs> we'll get you there. Corey. Uh-huh. Jacob. Uh uh-huh. Thanks for being part of the machinationlog.com at gmail.com. That won't actually get you there. Don't type that one in. I don't have that one. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>